This is the Woodenville Weekly Podcast. The Woodenville Weekly is a community newspaper serving the North Shore area since 1976. We're proudly locally owned and operated. To read more in-depth stories, visit woodenville.com. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Woodenville Weekly Podcast for September 15th, 2023, this week on the podcast. Oktoberfest in Woodenville? The Woodenville Heritage Society presents Atomic Washington, our nuclear past, present, and future, and Eastside Fire and Rescue offers wildfire risk assessment. Oktoberfest in Woodenville. Get ready to celebrate at Woodenville's first ever Oktoberfest. Brought to you by the Woodenville Arts Alliance in partnership with the Woodenville Chamber of Commerce. On Saturday, September 16th, 2023, head to the Wooden Creek Apartments Courtyard at 17255 135th Avenue Northeast, Woodenville, for a day filled with fun, brews, cider, live music, and art. I served on the board of directors for the Woodenville Chamber of Commerce, and over the years there had been discussions about possibly hosting an Oktoberfest in Woodenville. As president of the Woodenville Arts Alliance, I was looking for a fundraiser for our nonprofit that would bring the community together and thought Oktoberfest was the perfect way to achieve both goals, Carol Hook, president of the Woodenville Arts Alliance, said. All of the breweries and cider makers for the event Our chamber members indulge in eight delightful five-ounce tastings of brews and cider from local favorites such as Triple Horn, Sumerian, Twenty Corners, Locust Cider, and Mitre Brewing Company. The festivities kick off with a traditional keg-tapping ceremony at 2 p.m., accompanied by none other than Mayor Mike Millman. The event MC GSC Productions, Galen Suave, will keep the energy high throughout the day. Our first set of musicians will be local high school bands that recently performed in the Battle of the Bands at Redmond Derby Days this year, Hook added, with a fantastic lineup of on-stage performances, your entertainment is guaranteed. Get ready to groove to the beats of TBA from 2 to 3.30 p.m., followed by the soulful tunes of Emily Feliz from 4 to 5.30 p.m., and closing the evening with a blast are Carlito, Moose, and Squirrel from 6 to 7.30 p.m. According to Hook, the artist showcase will include high-quality artwork from local artists in a variety of mediums for all to enjoy and purchase. So while you sip and sway, immerse yourself in the world of art with a captivating showcase of WAA artists' small works. You'll also have the opportunity to purchase these beautiful pieces and take a bit of Woodenville's artistic essence home with you. As the day unfolds, engage in live and interactive art activities that let you explore your creative side. For the competitive spirits, we have contests like keg rolling, stein holding, and the thrilling obstacle course. Plus, don't miss your chance to shine in our best costume contest. Costumes are encouraged, so channel your inner Bavarian... The interactive art activities and contests will help the attendees engage with each other and the artists. Art is a wonderful and proven way to help everyone feel a sense of community, Hook said. To keep you fueled throughout the festivities, 
food will be available for purchase from Golden Steer Meat Markets Bratz and Sauerkraut, Pop and Time Popcorn, and Twenty Corners Brewery Pretzels. We are thrilled to have our local butcher, Golden Steer Meats, participating, and they will be serving Bratz and Sauerkraut to help with the Bavarian theme of Oktoberfest. Hook said. There will also be pretzels for folks to purchase as well that go perfectly with beer. Tickets are available at special early bird prices: thirty-five dollars from July fifteenth to August fourteenth, forty dollars from August fifteenth to September fifteenth, and forty-five dollars at the door. However, don't delay as ticket tiers sell out, and limited capacity might require us to stop ticket sales at the door, according to Hook. The alliance feels that since the event will last six hours, there should be a nice flow without going over capacity. Folks that pre-purchase on Eventbrite will get priority entrance. Mark your calendar for this extraordinary event and get your tickets early to secure your spot. Remember, Saturday may sell out, so act fast. If you have any questions or wish to volunteer, feel free to reach out to us at contact at woodenvillearts-alliance dot com. Woodenville Arts Alliance is committed to promoting the integration and appreciation of art in the day to day life of our community. As a five zero one c three nonprofit organization, we are funded and supported by donations, sponsorships, and the City of Woodenville tourism grants. Our team, led by the passionate Carol Hook. Works tirelessly to bring the community and art together, fostering creativity and enriching the cultural landscape of Woodenville. Our mission statement is to promote the integration and appreciation of art in the day-to-day life of our community. We do this by supporting artists, art events, and more physical art in and around Woodenville. Hook said, "But that's not all." After Oktoberfest, get ready for the Sip Stroll Art Walk at Mulbacks from October twentieth to twenty second. Enjoy an artistic journey featuring a juried members exhibition, live music, and award presentations. Mulbox, the Northwest's premier home and garden destination, will be the perfect backdrop for this inspiring event. Last year, we had over one hundred pieces of artwork from forty plus artists. Hanging at our juried members' exhibition, we expect even more this year, along with a record crowd that keeps growing every year. Hook said, "Sip a stroll event Friday night with music, wine, and the awards presentation. This event is especially popular because almost all the artists are present for the attendees to meet and ask questions. The art remains up the entire weekend for folks visiting Mulbacks to enjoy and purchase. So." Clear your calendar and join us for these remarkable events that celebrate the artistic spirit of Woodenville. Let's make memories together and cherish the vibrant arts community that makes Woodenville truly special. By hosting art events and bringing more art to Woodenville, WAA helps citizens engage in conversation and thus drives an attachment to the community and creates social cohesion. Hook said. It reinforces civic pride and can be a great tool to help Woodenville thrive economically. Art also reduces stress, provides a sense of belonging, and provides a positive impact on mood. We all could use more positive influences in our lives these days. 
For more information and updates, visit WoodenvilleArtsAlliance.com slash Oktoberfest and WoodenvilleArtsAlliance.com slash home slash sip dash stroll or find the links in the episode show notes. Woodenville Heritage Society presents Atomic Washington, our nuclear past, present, and future. Join the Woodenville Heritage Society for a captivating session with author Steve Olson on Saturday, September 16th from 10 to 11, 30 a.m. at the Brightwater Education Center located at 22505 Date Route 9, Woodenville, Snohomish Road, just north of Costco. At the heart of every U.S. nuclear weapon is a radioactive core. Produced at an undisclosed facility in eastern Washington, this site holds the dubious distinction of being the most radiologically tainted location in the Western Hemisphere. However, Washington State's nuclear legacy extends far beyond the bounds of the Hanford Nuclear Reservation. Currently, Washington operates two nuclear reactors, with one accounting for a significant 10% of the state's electricity. Radioactive materials in the state also play crucial roles in medicinal treatments, aerospace construction, pollutant detection, and even the simple powering of household smoke detectors. Additionally, the extensive nuclear arsenal at Naval Base Kitsap stands as the nation's largest deployed stockpile. With a rich blend of history, science, and cultural insights, Steve Olson delves deep into Washington State's pioneering journey through the nuclear era. Don't miss this illuminating exploration. Eastside Fire and Rescue offers Wildfire Risk Assessment. If you've ever wondered how you can lower your home's wildfire risk, Eastside Fire and Rescue has an important tool that can help. As part of the Wildfire Safe Eastside Home Assessment Program, the goal of the Wildfire Risk Assessment is to provide homeowners with information about their home's ignition potential and to offer suggestions of steps they might take to reduce the fire risk to their home. Kat Robinson, Eastside Fire and Rescue's Wildfire Mitigation and Emergency Coordinator, says that this is a valuable service for homeowners that can help them protect their property. You can start by filling out a Wildfire Safe Eastside request form. You'll be contacted to schedule your home assessment, a one-hour visit in which an inspector will examine your home and property. They will look at your home's exterior and evaluate its ignition potential with regards to various areas, including the roof and eaves, the exterior walls and doors, outbuildings, and tree and shrub vegetation, both close to and further away from your home. Examining the vegetation on your property is critical because it is often a major factor in how wildfires spread. Said Robinson, most homes that burn down in a wildfire don't burn down because of a big, raging inferno that sweeps in and consumes the home in one big gulp. The way most homes burn is because of tiny, little embers. Little bits of burning debris that get thrown out ahead of the fire and travel. In the wind, these embers can travel from a fire several miles away and drop onto your property. They can then ignite on dry material near your home, such as weeds, landscape bark, or plywood. 
Even a wooden fence can serve like a wick, providing a path for a fire to travel to your home. Embers can also land in gutters, which, if filled with leaves or other dry debris, can catch fire. The inspector will also examine your home's vents. Robinson recommends that these vents should be covered with metal mesh of a small diameter, at least less than one quarter inch, but ideally one eighth inch or less, because wider diameter mesh can allow embers to pass through and land in your home. Other potential mitigation methods include replacing wood bark landscaping with gravel, removing weeds, and replacing wooden fences with fences of another material. Robinson notes that the immediate area around your home, between zero to five feet from your structure, is the most important place to conduct mitigation work. While these mitigation practices can potentially be cost intensive, the King County Conservation District offers financial assistance through a cost share program. To qualify, you must first complete East Side Fire and Rescues Wildfire Risk Assessment, and then you are eligible to apply to have a percentage of the costs of your mitigation projects covered. Robinson notes that while the inspector provides you with a list of recommended actions, your participation in undertaking these measures is not binding. At the end of the day, it is up to you to decide. However. Eastside Fire will reach out after the assessment is completed to collect data on whether you engaged in any wildfire mitigation efforts. It's helpful for us as an organization to know, so we can use it for our planning and for strategizing our attack on wildfires," said Robinson. Although our region is wetter and colder than the eastern part of the state, Robinson stresses that Western Washington should still be alert to wildfire risk. In 2022, there were 210 brush fires in the region, and our warmer, drier summers have continued to elevate fire risk. Many homes today were built without consideration of wildfires, and an intensely burning fire can lead to devastating property damage as well as damage to forests and natural resources. Woodenville residents should also be on alert. As the city's wildfire risk is elevated due to the number of people living in what East Side Fire and Rescue calls the wildland urban interface, areas where structures and human development meet or intermingle with wildland and vegetation, with recent events there has been a raise in wildfire awareness as of late," said Robinson. "It seems to be on more and more people's minds." And with what happened in Maui recently, people think, "Could that happen here? Am I really ready? And what do I need to know to get ready?" Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Friday.